0: Hello everyone and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here as always. My name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host. You know the whole spiel. Okay. Thanks for tuning in pipes. All right. And happy new year to you and yours. <laughs> Please. Listen. Hello, you guys. Happy new year. I'm recording this on New Year's Eve, going out tonight with my girlies and beans is coming to town. So that's pretty exciting. Um, I was thinking about New Year's resolutions and I don't know if you guys remember my New Year's resolutions from last year but I my resolutions were number 1 I was going to pretend that I I was going to stop pretending that I enjoy Greek yogurt um and also stop pretending that I enjoy healthy peanut butters. And and I did both of those things and I did stick to them. And I'm proud of myself because again, if you want to revisit it, we'll revisit it. Greek yogurt sucks. If you like it, you're crazy. It tastes like it, it, listen, it's good, but it's cream cheese. (laughs) Okay. I'm not, I'm not eating spoonfuls of that. You're a freak if you like that. Okay. And I'm sorry, but I'm getting a little wound up. I'm getting a little wound up. I don't have any resolutions for this year other than, um, Actually, I do have resolution, but it's for other people. I would really enjoy for my friends to take more candid yet stunning photos of me, because one thing about my girlies is they're not doing that, and we're not doing that for each other. And I will step up to the plate and I'll do that for them as well. So if my girls are listening, start taking a little, start taking a few snapshots of me when I'm not paying attention, but I also look cute. Okay, so that's the that's it we're ringing in 2023, another year goes by and, and boy, have how things have changed and boy, how things have changed. But anywho, you guys let's get to these emails that you sent into secret keepers club at gmail.com. Um, and next week I'll give you an update on how my new year's Eve went and how my, how my, you know, time with beans was because one thing about beans is he, he's been okay. Anywho, here we go. So this first one says, that, well, the title is No Subject. Okay, so that's a little scary for me. It says, I've been having a really hard time with a health issue and I let it get the best of me. I've been slowly losing myself and I finally lost my temperament and ended up yelling at my girlfriend over a situation where, where I felt like she wasn't willing to work with me. Now she won't talk to me at all and I hate myself for what I did. I feel so much shame for what I did and I just want her to know that I'm really sorry. Does your girlfriend listen to this podcast? Send her this. He's sorry, but what did he say to you? Okay. No, don't let me here. Listen, we all have bad days. We all lose our temper. Sometimes we all like sometimes let our Emotions get the best of us and take it out, unfortunately, on the people who are closest to us. Sometimes I do that with my friends. Sometimes, you know, you do that with your partner. You do that with your mom. You do that with your dad. So it's like the best thing that you could do is acknowledge what you said and apologize for it a genuine apology, not just like, oh, listen, I'm sorry. I said I was sorry. Cause one thing about me is I'll end up in jail that night if someone comes to me with that type of attitude. A genuine apology. Write her a letter. Say how you say how sorry you are, and be genuine about it. Okay, but don't hurt my girly ever again. Or we're coming for you. You know what sucks? Like I've I've been in relationships before, and I've said things that like you just can't take it back. You just can't take it back. But you know, you lose your temper, and and people have done that with me too, where they say something, and it like haunts me, and it freaking haunts me. But listen we're all human. We make mistakes. It'll be all right. Keep us posted on that. Okay. This next one says my new year's resolution is that I need to stop dating my neighbor. Help. Oh my God, Carly. Hi, please help me. Before I start, I want to send all my love to you and the kitty cats. My cat has been one of the best things that ever happened to me. I got him a few months before you adopted Robert. And I remember immediately thinking Carly needs a cat. And next thing I know you had one. Okay. So you manifested my baby for me. Okay, so onto my New Year's resolution that I never even wanted. For some background, I've lived in my condo for two and a half years and about six, nine months ago, six slash nine months ago, It's a pretty, pretty wide range of months, girl. Some men moved into the condo across from mine. I'll attach a pic for context because our complex is set up in a funky kind of way. Basically, I see directly into the bedroom of one of the men, and from their patio, they can see directly into my bedroom window. Also, our garage fence, our garage faces each other. Uh, the guys were chill for the most part, and one day I got to talking to one of them because we have the same kind of car. We chatted for five minutes and then went about our days. I didn't think much of it because... Although he's attractive, he looks really young. I'm 35 for context, so I'm not really looking for a 25-year-old boyfriend. Nothing against being 25. Anyway, I've seen the neighbor bring a girl around recently, and again, didn't think much of it because that's what 25-year-old men do. Well, a few weeks ago, we started working. he started working on his car. He bought an old truck in addition to our twin cars in his garage, so I began to see him more often and going into my own garage for a hot girl walk. <laughs> He mentioned grabbing a beer and my ancient, my ancient ass truly thought since I saw the girl recently that he had just been neighborly and wanted to chat about our cars. Uh Oh, (laughs) men never want to talk to us that bad. (laughs) I see where this is going looking back, I'm like, girl, what did you actually think this was? Oh my God, this happened to me once. A guy was like, do you want to (laughs) go to my apartment and watch a movie? And girl, I was like, I love, I love that movie, you know? And then I get there and he didn't even have the freaking movie. This was back in the days of DVDs. I said, wait a minute. I thought we were watching the movie. Two plus two does not equal four right now. And I'm crunching some numbers and, and I'm not getting the answer I like. And I felt like such an idiot, I left. I was like, oh no, I, I was like, I'm sorry. I really thought we were gonna watch movie." He's like, you did? I was like, yeah, <laughs> girl, I swear, I've been there. Okay, so anywho, let's get back to this. She says, I swear I'm so clueless sometimes. I live alone for the most part two kids half the time and work from home. So grabbing a beer with a neighbor sounded like a welcome change of pace for my nightly true crime documentary binge fest with my cat. Um, So we get to the bar across the street and immediately an older man at the bar starts chatting us up. This is fine. Talking to another person makes things a little less awkward since we barely know each other. Well, after a few minutes of chatting, the old man falls in love with us and says, what a beautiful couple. She's a nine, buddy. I am not. First of all, the old man should have said you're a 10 and I don't even need to see a picture of you to say that. Okay. Who says she's a nine? (laughs) Could it? No. I would have kicked that old man's ass, that fucker. What do you mean I'm a nine? Anywho. Then he asked us our ages and I find out he's 30. The next thing I know, I start to feel like we're on a date. The old man leaves, we chat, it's fun and starts to get a little flirty and we walk back home and hug goodbye. We texted a little once we got home and he asked If our date ended too early, so now I knew we were on a date. Look, I'm not opposed to it. He's nice and he's 30, instead of being 25, is a plus. Looking 25 isn't bad either. He asked about my kids, who he obviously sees sometimes, and he had nice things to say about them. I just know that there has to be one, if not multiple, downsides to dating a freaking neighbor. However, I'm over the apps and I'm really not sure what else I am expecting, where else I'm expecting to meet someone. Listen, I wouldn't be heartbroken if this had to end before it starts but i guess i wanted to get your thoughts on it before i pulled the grenade and and ruin any potential future with this man. Also, what about the other girly? Our date was last night and he's already down in his garage at 9 a.m. working on his car and I feel like I can't leave my house without potentially having to say hi or maybe make more plans. I've been pretty much single for the last five years and like yourself, can't find a good man to save my life. However, I also don't really care if I have one or not. Anyway, have you ever dated a neighbor? And if so, how bad did it blow up in your face? And if not, let's hypothesize together. Love you, the kitties and all the secret keepers, girlies. And thank Thanks for reading my novel. Okay, and then she gives (laughs) pictures of her garage facing their window, which I guess is this guy's bedroom window. Um, And then, oh, picture of the chunky cat. He's orange. You guys, so many of you have orange cats. I'm so jealous. I want an orange cat, a white cat, and and a um, brown cat. Oh, and a black cat. Oh yeah, and a tuxedo cat. Oh, wait, and a sphinx. Anywho, listen, here's the thing. If you can, okay, and I know this is easier said than done, if you can have a casual, like, what do you want from this guy? Do you want to hook up with him? Do you want to go on dates with him? What are you looking for with him, right? Because if you're just looking for a casual whatever, I don't really have strong feelings for him, but we could have fun. You know, it's easy. He's right across the street. He's right across the street. I could go ask him for a freaking cup of sugar if you know what I'm talking about. okay. Anywho, if you're looking for that, I would say just go for it because whatever, your feelings aren't involved, but again, we can say that our feelings aren't going to get involved and then they do, right? So sometimes that'll blow up in your face, but see what you really want. I think it's a little too close for comfort. If you're planning on dating this person, I've never um, been in a situation like this, but we know how these things go. You end up dating someone. It doesn't work out. They don't text you back. You don't know what's going on with them, blah, 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 blah. Or maybe you lose feelings for somebody. Imagine that, but the person is literally right. You can see into their fucking bedroom. I mean, I can't think of a worse situation, Um, but I've never um, been in a situation like this with a neighbor. My friend dated a guy who lived the next block over from her and it was weird like like you're saying like you feel like you can't leave your house like she would be like oh my god I was walking my dogs and I bumped into him and I looked like shit and it was so weird and I haven't heard from him in a week it was it, it was just like a lot and once she was walking her dogs okay and the guy pulled up to her and he goes hey hottie can you imagine girl I would fucking I would start running away he goes, hey, hottie. He's like, give me a kiss. And she's like, what? And uh, granted, this is a guy she's been sleeping with. But still, she was like, you want me to kiss you in the daytime? <laughs> Are you crazy? Mi scusi? No way. Mm-mm. No freaking way. Too close for me. Too close for me but girl, see what you, see what you want out of it. If you want something casual and chill, and you really feel like, you know, you could do that then. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to have to face my consequences, <laughs> you know, but also I dated a guy, I, I listen, we weren't dating. Cause we never went on a date. I'm going to keep it real, but I was seeing a guy, um, that, worked near my apartment and girl, sometimes, you know, that meme with the person peeping through the blinds, sometimes I'd be like, where the fuck is this guy? Cause I would always bump into him. And I was like, I, I have to like run out and I don't want to see him. But also if I am going to run out and I'm going to see him, I want to look again, again, we're going to revisit what I said at the top of the show. Okay. I want to look candid yet stunning. So it really is a lot. It's a lot of time and energy.
1: Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our sponsors. This week's Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by BetterHelp. When life gives you the feeling of being overwhelmed, working with a therapist can make you feel more prepared to take on everything that life throws at you. You guys know I'm such an advocate for online therapy. I'm such an advocate for therapy. I think our mental health is something that we oversee. I think that we need to focus more on it. So BetterHelp is the therapy option that's convenient, flexible, and affordable, and entirely online. Fill out a brief question and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge easy if you want to live a more empowered life therapy can get you there visit betterhelp.com secret keepers that's betterhelp.com secret keepers um okay
0: next one sweating profusely oh sounds like my kind of girl Hey, Carly and the kitty cats, I just wanted to email you and tell you that I too have been having night sweats every single night for the last month. It came on after I had COVID, but I had no idea if it has anything to do with that or not. I fell asleep with the fan on and I still end up waking up in the middle of the night with my window open in the dead of winter. I... Usually run cold, and I've never had this happen before. If you figure out what's going on, please share because your girly is tired of waking up soggy. You know what's so interesting? Somebody said to me the other day, like, Oh, you've never gotten COVID. And I was like, No, I've never gotten COVID. And they were like, You probably did, but you just didn't have symptoms. And you want to know what? That's a strong possibility. Maybe, maybe I had COVID and I didn't know you had COVID, and now we're sweaty. We're sweaty as hell. And we're sweaty as hell. Um, I will keep you posted. I want to run, I want to go to the doctor in the new year. I'm going to go to the doctor. That's, that's a fucking resolution. Cause you know, I don't, I don't go to those, those freaks. Listen, my grandmother that lived until she was very, very old. Um, she never went to the doctor and she was like, she was very religious. She would go, God will take care of it. I'm like, I don't know about that, but listen, he did. so. Listen, I'm not telling you guys don't go to the doctor. I'm just saying I, I don't go to the doctor for a million reasons. Because number one, I hate making appointments for things. Number two, like, I don't want you to weigh me. <laughs> Listen, my, don't make me get on the damn scale. Because that is embarrassing. And they're like, don't even take your shoes off. I'm like, bitch, I'm taking my fucking underwear off. Are you kidding me? I'm taking my scrunchie out. If you're weighing me, my vagina's out, Okay. Anywho, keep your shoes on. I'm wearing Doc Martens. These way, f- deduct 50 pounds right now. Deduct 50 pounds right now, right in front of my face and put it on my record. Put it on my record. Anywho, I'll let you know because I am going to go to the doctor in the new year. I got to get, I usually get like a physical once a year. Um, all right, anywho. By the way, you guys, I don't want you to come for me for telling this story because I, I don't want you to take it the wrong way, Okay. But on Christmas Eve, um, so my grandmother, my mom's mother, since I just was talking about grandmas, my mom's mother, the one that my parents live with and take care of, um, she recently started showing signs of dementia. And, and what happens with dementia is like it, it gets like 100 times worse every single day, right? So it starts off and you start seeing these little signs. And, and then it's just like, next thing you know, like you snap your fingers, it's severe, um, so she's been, you know, really going through it, and my mom's been going through it because my parents, again, take care of her. Um, so it's been really difficult. And one thing I will say, and again, please don't take this the wrong way, the, those of you who have been through it probably understand exactly what I'm saying. So the woman, my grandmother, is the funniest person on earth. She doesn't even realize that things that she says. Now, like, this, like, could be in a movie. You could give, like, a writer for Saturday Night Live 10 hours to think of the funniest fucking thing, uh, funniest scene in a movie. They could never do what my grandma's been doing, okay? She says shit. I'm like, she's the funniest person in the entire world, okay? We were at my Aunt Linda's house for Christmas Eve, and we're all sitting around, and we're eating, and we're drinking, and everyone's talking. and my cousin walks in and my grandma goes, can we get the bill? (laughs) Girl, we about lost it. We about lost it. Everyone's going, oh my God. It's just like, that's like, that's something that would happen in a movie. Can we get the check? To my cousin. Too cute.
1: And we also have... Our friends over at ZocDoc today, there's nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment and feeling like the doctor has better places to be. Instead of checking you out, the doctor is checking the darn clock, my girlies. On ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors doctors who focus on you and listen to you and prioritize you. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available whenever you need them. And they treat almost every condition under the damn sun. So go to ZocDoc.com. Just try and say that 10 times fast. Go to ZocDoc.com slash secret keepers and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash secret keepers. ZocDoc.com slash secret keepers.
0: Anywho, guys, let's get to this next email. It says a girly who needs some life advice. Hi, Carly. First off, just want to say how much I love you and this podcast. I've been a long time listener and truly uh, you've given me something to look forward to every week. I appreciate your honesty with every piece of advice you give, which is why I figured it's time to ask for some advice myself to give, Also, thank you for saying all those nice things about me. Uh, To give you some context, I'm 28 and I'm getting married next summer to my longtime boyfriend of almost 10 years. I know that's a long time. Okay, so you're 28. So you guys started dating when you were 18. (laughs) not me doing math. Okay. I'm also a third grade teacher currently in my second year of teaching last summer. I was in a serious car accident where I lost consciousness. Oh my God. While driving and crashed into the woods (gasps) girl, stop. I just got the chills. Almost hitting a stone wall near my mom's house. I was on my way to visit her when this happened. Long story short, I lost consciousness due to a seizure. And not long after that, I was diagnosed with epilepsy. Turns out I've been having seizures for the last six or seven years without even realizing what they were to the point where they even started to worsen, hence causing the car accident. Since this has happened, I've been unable to drive myself to work, been prescribed anti-seizure meds with a ton of shitty side effects. And on top of that, still trying to balance being an underpaid elementary school teacher. I'm really considering leaving my job at the end of the school year between the trauma in my personal life I've been dealing with from the accident on top of other health complications with epilepsy added to the list. It all just feels like so much to juggle on top of the impossibility of working in public schools. The saddest part is I'm in a decent school district and still dealing with all of the bullshit at my job with no support from administrators, understaffed student behaviors, a ridiculous workload, etc. Luckily, my fiance and family and friends are super Supportive in me wanting to change job when school's out. I guess for me, it's always felt very personal because I've wanted to be a teacher since I was a kid. And after seven years of college and two degrees later, I now feel unhappy with what I'm doing and even more confused. My question for you is How do you let go of the guilt I feel by deciding to leave my job when the year is over? What advice do you have for putting yourself first and focusing on your health, especially when life throws you a curveball at such a young age? Sorry, this is a lot, but thanks so much for reading. I love you so much. And so grateful for this group of girlies. Oh girl, I love you too. And then she puts a picture of her two cats. Oh, she has a tortoise shell cat. Oh, I want a tortoise shell cat. And then her other cat has extra toes. Those are my favorite. Okay. So we get, we get emails like this every so often, right? Where someone, they're going to change jobs. They, they, are doing what they thought they wanted to do for the rest of their life. And they are miserable at their job and they're unhappy every day. And I always will be such an advocate for putting yourself first, put your mental health first, put your physical health first. I think that we take, we take, you know, like a a job, like being a teacher, right? You've wanted to be a teacher since you were a kid. You're like, this is my number one priority. And it, listen, Of course, we all need to work. We all need to make money. We all need, you know, stability from our jobs. But at the same time, you're more important than a job that that you're unhappy with. I never will say, girl, just quit your job and figure it out, right? I think you have a backup plan. Really sit and think, right? So you're going to finish out the school year. You have the whole summer, you know, to decide or whatever. You have even before, before the school year ends to decide, Think about the things that really genuinely bring you happiness, right? What is it that you're like, it just makes you feel joy and focus on jobs in whatever field that could be. It could be fashion. It could be um, advertising. It could be marketing. It could be, you know, food, you know, whatever, cooking, whatever it is. Think about what you would feel good every day doing. and work towards that. Listen, you're obviously a smart cookie. You got all the degrees. Uh, I mean, come on, you could do whatever, whatever you put your mind to. So I'm not even worried about you finding a job that you love, but I think that the stress and pressure of what the fuck is going to happen next is what freaks us out sometimes. And you want to know what it's going to be okay. Cause it's just going to work out. There's no way it's not going to be okay. Focus on yourself. Focus on what makes you happy. And as long as you're happy and healthy, your health comes first, no matter what. Okay. So I I get that you feel guilty because you've you know I'm sure you love you know you loved your job or this this was a dream. Sometimes like we don't end up thinking we're going to do what we plan. We don't end up doing what we thought we were going to. Sorry. Um, you know, if you would have asked me 15 years ago, God, I'm old as hell, huh? If you would have asked me 15 years ago, I would have said, yeah, I'm going to be a freaking beautician. Okay. I already had finished beauty school by the time I was 17 years old. I was working in hair salons. I was cutting hair. Listen, I would I'm not going to say I was talented. I'm not going to say I was an artist, but I was giving people mullets on Long Island. Okay. I was giving people highlights. I was, I was frying people's hair off. And I said, this is my passion. This is what I want to do. I want to give people patchy mullets for the rest of my life. And that is where my heart is. You know, I went to school for it. I went to all these special classes for it. I learned how to do makeup. I learned how to do nails. I learned how to do massages, everything. I still have my freaking license, you know? But if you would have asked me then, I would have said, yeah, I'm going to do this forever. And I did it for five or six years. I loved it while I was doing it. I met a great group of people, but, you know, not everything is forever and that's okay. And, and, and look at me now, you know, I'm freaking shape, shaking my booty. You know, life takes us in different directions. And I think it's actually really exciting. Why don't you view it like that? It's what an exciting new step you're taking in your life and who knows what, who knows what's coming next, but I know it's going to be great for you. Okay. Um, the next one says help girly hi, crawls and the kitty cats. I need help. I'm in a relationship that is coming to an end. However, we just signed another lease together. How do I go about this? We're both on the lease. I don't want to screw him over and break my lease because that would hurt my rental history and make him pay double. Do I just tough it out for the rest of the lease? This relationship is so toxic and I'm trying to get out, but I know, but I don't know how to go about this. Any advice from you and the girls would be great. Thank you, XOXOXO. Okay. Um, oh God, these are such sticky situations. Listen, I I always am like, uh, you want to know what I I've been saying for the last, however many years, like I'm not living with someone ever again, unless it's my fucking husband. I, the stress of living with someone that's your partner is like, it makes breaking up so much harder. I, I can't do it. I can't do it ever again. Cause I've been in this situation before where I'm like, that's what happened the last time you guys remember my, my ex, we moved in together and like within like a month we broke up and I was like, fuck, you know, But he signed the lease over to me. We were, I knew going into it. And I even said to him, I said, why are we getting this new apartment? Like, we're going to break up. And he was like, I know. (laughs) Girl, imagine. I said, why don't you just move in there? I'll stay here. He said, no, I want to move in together. Let's give it one more shot. I said, all right. And what happens? You know, I I just, I, I know exactly where you're at. It's the most stressful feeling. But again, you're in a toxic relationship. You need to have a sit down with him and ask him what what would work better. Do you want to take over the lease? Do you want me to take over the lease or we need to figure out how to break it. Okay? If there's any um like real estate lawyers, uh, I don't know who would, you know, real estate rental, you know, people who know about this, please do um email and let us know because I know sometimes it's not that easy to just be like, "All right, well, yeah, I'll take over the lease, whatever." Um but again, circling back, you got to do what you got to do, girls. I know it sucks. I know it's hard. Moving is so stressful, but get the hell out of there by any means necessary. Um, okay. Okay. So this says X haunting Hi Carly and the kittens kissed right on the lips. I'll kiss you right on the lips. Happy new year. I feel compelled to write in because, uh, Right in because no, the way I just feel like I was the girl who wrote in about being haunted by her ex, but I'm not engaged. I'm married with two children. The guy I fell in love with was when we were 17 and I'm truly devastated. I was truly devastated when he broke up with me after only three months of dating long distance. He was my first relationship, first love, first everything. I was so sick for months that I swore off dating altogether until I met my now husband when I was 24. He didn't talk. uh, We didn't talk. I'm sorry, you guys at all. After we initially broke up, he moved to Florida to be with the girl that he left me for. And I stalked him from afar for years. I obsessed over this man boy and measured every other guy against him. I remember hearing one and only by Adele for the first time. And my best friend saying, does this make you think of blank LMAO? So cringe. That was years later. Um, Okay. So this is a This is a uh, response to one of the emails about being haunted by your ex. Yeah, girl, I get it. I get it. Um, All right, my ladies and gents. What a fun episode. What a fun time. Again, Happy New Year. I will be back with you next week. Fresh new episode. Whole lot of tea we're going to spill. Everybody be safe. And I love you. All right, bye.